Hello everyone and welcome back to A Dancer's Mindset with myself Isabella. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you're new here, welcome. We're all about helping dancers and non-dancers master their self-esteem, confidence and just smash their goals in life. Guys, thank you so much for joining me here today. It's a huge pleasure to have you listen to this podcast. Before we begin, please rate and review the podcast, especially if you've been listening for a while now. I know that you've probably benefited from the podcast, so please do me a huge favor and just rate and follow the podcast because the more people know about this, the more people we can help. And that's literally why I do this. And it brings me so much joy when I travel around the world and I visit so many different countries at the moment it's really amazing what's happening and people come up to me from all over the place and they say Isabella I love your podcast Isabella your podcast has really transformed my life or really helped me um and in a really positive way and it just brings me so much joy and to be able to chat to you and to know that I've helped this person standing in front of me is just incredible so that's why we do it so it would mean the world to me if you took the time to um, subscribe and follow and rate the podcast, it would mean the world. Right guys, let's dive straight in. So today we are talking about how to overcome fear with these five tips. Now sometimes it's just really nice to make it really concise and just give you a number of tips that you can follow to take into your daily lives. So let's start. Think about the most confident person you know. They usually have strong body language, don't they? Like even when I'm thinking about, I'm definitely not the most confident person I know, but like when I'm being confident or when you're being confident, think about your body language. You know, you often stand in what they call power poses, you know, hands on hips, hands folded, the chest is up, the shoulders are back. You know, you're not shriveled. Now, confident people, they always know the right thing to say. When they enter a room, people notice. You know, do you ever notice when someone walks in a room and they just have an aura about them? They're not necessarily arrogant or overly cocky or anything, but they just have this sense of confidence and they have this energy about them and this aura that's just um, magnetic. And so your eyes just instantly draw to them and you're like, wow, who is that person? When they speak, people listen to them. You may think this person has never had a single insecure thought in their lives, but that's a load of, as Ross from Friends would say, a load of boo hockey. (laughs) Everybody's insecure. Everybody's had insecurities in their lives. We all struggle with it, you know, and we all struggle with how to overcome self-doubt including the most confident people among us, including principal dancers, including people you really, really admire. We are all human. We will not always feel confident, but it's how we deal with those feelings that separates the goal achievers, right? People who crush their goals, people who crush their dreams, people who make it, people who make their dreams a reality, people who you know, achieve goal after goal to the people who just dream and to the people who just are dreaming, you know, the people who think, oh, I'd love to do that one day, but fear stands in the way and it's just a dream. It's just a pipe dream. And 
as Tony Robbins says, I'm sure you've all heard of Tony Robbins. He says, I don't have to get rid of the fear. I just have to dance with it. Which is even more appropriate for dancers, isn't it? Um, And I don't think he realized, obviously when saying that, it's just like, it's a very nice way of putting it. Like you don't have to get rid of your fear. You just have to move with it and dance with it and respond to it you know, as if it's your dance partner. Um, but it's just very appropriate for us to hear that as dancers, right? Achievers have mastered this dance and use their self-doubt as fuel to reach higher, go faster and be stronger and better places, right? And you can too, you can too. You've got to use the fear to sort of catapult you forwards into more goal crushing rather than sabotaging so the first step is overcoming self-doubt self-doubt is learned right we've obviously spoken about this before but no one is born with self-doubt children typically move through the world with plenty of confidence you know whenever you see a kid they're always quite cocky quite confident quite um what's it called um, well, they're very confident and um, you almost have to calm them down in a way. But by the time we reach adulthood, our natural confidence has been undermined by the opinions of others and by our own experiences. Maybe you were bullied, maybe your parents don't get on or maybe a teacher was mean to you the biggest influences on our lives are usually the people who raised us, you know, or the people who we are around the most. And as ballet dancers and as young ballet students, obviously we're around our teacher a lot as well as our parents. So this can also have a quite a large impact. This can mean two parents, a single parent, grandparents, or anyone else, you know. These are the people who we spend the most time with. And when we are young, we soak up their influence like a sponge. We take the good and the bad. We also crave their love. We mold ourselves into what we think they want us to be in order to identify with them and earn affection, which sounds super, super familiar for any kind of ballet student. Obviously, I'm talking about parents here, but this completely relates to just what we're like on a day-to-day basis in the ballet class to our teacher. We crave their love, we crave their um, praise, we crave their um, affection, we, we crave basically, you know, to earn their praise and um, acceptance. And this isn't always a, always a bad thing. This craving for affection and acceptance and security can hide who we really are and cause us to question and doubt ourselves. If you grew up having to constantly prove that you're worthy and in ballet, it's almost constantly what we have to do. We have to constantly prove that we're worthy of a good, we're worthy of a, of a school position, we're worthy of a role, we're worthy of a contract. You know, of course, this can lead to us constantly questioning ourselves and doubting ourselves are we worthy of praise 
worthy of that good from our teacher who potentially planted seeds of doubt instead of lifting you up you know you have the answer to your question why do I doubt myself it's because you've always had people around you who typically have doubted you and if you're wondering how to deal with self-doubt that seems to have come on seems to have come on suddenly it could be the result of a specific experience for example if you were passed over getting a role or being accepted into a summer school or company you may feel less than confident not only at work but in other areas of your life and it's important to identify and acknowledge the triggering event so you can move past it and learn from it whether it comes from self-doubt or a defense mechanism, it's our brain protecting us from failure, from embarrassment. But it's also driven by fear and it prevents us from achieving excellence in our ballet and getting the goals we want most and the results we want most. The key to learning how to get rid of self-doubt is to identify where it comes from and overcome those fears. Self-doubt often is driven by fear. Like I said, fear of failing, fear of making a mistake, fear of being embarrassed. And that's another reason why journaling is so powerful because you can really get to know yourself on paper and work out why, why it is that you're afraid, why it is that you're so fearful of something. What are you really afraid of? What are you protecting yourself from? What do you not want to happen? What is your worst fear? Get to the root cause of your fear and you will understand yourself better. And it takes two seconds to just write stuff down. Just let yourself sort of ramble on paper. Process it. Talk it through with yourself. Pen to paper. So the next step is limit negative self-talk which seems obvious, but we do it all the time. Our words create our reality. And that includes both the words we say and the words we think. Identifying your limiting beliefs, right, is the first step. Now you must fight back against them. Changing your self-talk is a powerful way to turn self-doubt into self-confidence. Now, you know, even things like this, like you're listening to this podcast, you listen to this podcast a fair amount, I'm guessing most of you by now. And so let's say you started listening and you felt quite negative. And let's say you started listening to this because you were talking to yourself in a negative way. But then you listen to this and you started to feel motivated, you started to feel better, you started to talk to yourself in a much better way. And the rest of your day was really good because you changed how you were speaking to yourself and you fought against that habit. You fought against that desire to just belittle yourself and put yourself down. And just notice how much better you did that day and how much better you felt that day because you spoke to yourself better. So imagine if you did that all the time. You've got to stop believing everything your inner critic says. It's just trying to be it's just trying to be a friend to you. It's trying to protect you from failing, but it's actually holding you massively back. Massively. Acknowledge it and say this is a normal pattern for me. Everything is figure outable. I can figure anything out. I know it can be difficult. 
at times. Things can be really hard at times. Things can be really hard to even figure out. But everything is figure outable. I will figure out everything. I always get through things. Everything I have achieved so far, I did, despite doubting myself initially. I survived. I'm here. I managed. I got through it. I can do this, just like everything else I've done before. Talking to yourself like a champion. I will achieve that contract. I will nail my doubles. I will get my double fuetes. I will get strong on point. I will get more flexible. I will improve my turnout. I am doing the work and the results are inevitably on my way. They are coming to me. I'm just on my journey of progress. I'm just on my road to success that is inevitable for me because my hard work pays off and that is what I'm beelining for. Eventually, your inner critic will turn into your inner champion. Honestly, imagine how great you would feel if you spoke to yourself like a champion every day. Imagine what you would achieve. You would feel on fire. Most (laughs) every day, you would just be smashing it. But I think, actually, I think a lot of you are scared of that. I think a lot of you are scared about feeling good about feeling like, gosh, I'm just unstoppable here. I think that's scary to a lot of you. And I understand that makes sense, total sense. You're scared of success. You're scared of actually doing well. You're scared of unlocking what your true potential actually is. And why is that? Why are you scared? Are you scared that you're not worthy, that you're not capable of doing it? Let me... In, let me let you in <laughs> on a little secret. It's hard for you to see that success right now and to see yourself coping with it because you're not there yet. But trust me, it's always one page at a time in a book. We don't skip seven chapters. And so by the time you've reached said chapter, you will be ready. And so if you just keep talking to yourself like a champion and keep turning page after page after page and progressing at a good pace through that book, but just not stopping, you're going to finish the book. You will be ready for that success when it comes to you because of what you've learned along the way, because of the experiences you've had along the way. You will be mature enough to deal with it on the way. You know, so this is why... You need to just take it one step at a time. Think about what you desire most of all. Discovering how to overcome self-doubt means giving more power and energy to your desires than to your fears. When you are more afraid of what you're going to miss out on than of any negative consequences that will come from failure, that's when your life will come on leaps and bounds from ordinary to extraordinary. No matter how afraid you are of new circumstances or situations, the fear of missing those opportunities is outweighed by the desire to do them. When you can acknowledge fear and doubt, but do what you need to anyway, you will be unstoppable. Almost treat it like a little game Look at your body's reaction to situations. Oh gosh, I'm afraid. This must mean it's going to help me grow. 
This must mean it's going to get me out of my comfort zone. But this must mean it's going to be really worth it for me. Almost enjoy those nervous and fearful feelings. Take them with with a pinch of salt. It shows this matters to you. And it shows that you're going after what you truly desire, which is scary. It's really scary. It's really friggin' terrifying. But you can handle it. And you're not going to miss out on this. So kind of use the fear to catapult you into just pushing yourself and pushing yourself and just going beyond what you dreamt of. When you're fearful, it's a sign that this is going to help you grow. And it's like, okay, this this is scary, but that's good, good. I'm liking this feeling. I'm scared. This is good. This is another test for me, but I'm going to go through it and I'm going to come out the other side stronger, more experienced, more mature, ready for the next chapter, ready for the next page. I'm not going to stay on this page. I'm ready to move on. I've done this page. Surround yourself with the right support. Just like having a ballet coach, we need to have people who mentor and support us around us. You're not always going to come into contact with good people. Some people really suck. Some people are really rude. Some people are mean. Some people have agendas and want to make you miserable. Some people don't want to see you succeed. Some people definitely want you to fail. We don't want those people in our lives. No, no definitely not. We want people to champion us, bring us up, not drag us down. And it's okay. It's okay to let people go. It's okay to even come into contact with those people and realize the type of person they are and go, okay, nice to meet you, but they're not coming into my aura here. They're not going to come into my world. They're not going to be my friend. They're not going to take me down. I don't need that energy in my life. It's okay to let people go and if you know if they don't make you feel good if they don't champion you if they're not bringing you up if they're not there to support you if they're not there to be um, a mutual friend or a supporter don't be upset about it just accept it and go okay they're not meant to be around me they're not meant to be my champions they're not meant to be in my circle and that's okay you need to find the people that mentor you support you build you up and just want you to do better and better every day. They want you to do well. And you need those people around you. Achieving anything, we can't do this on our own. We need that support. So find those people. They can be your parents, your friends, your teachers. Find them and hold on to them. And you also build them up as well. Look after each other. Nurture each other. And take action. At the end of the day, you need to take action in order to get results. Thinking about taking action won't make anything happen or any of your dreams come to a reality. Absolutely not. Again, that's that's dreamer territory. That's not achiever territory. The more action you take, the less afraid you will actually be as action is also experience and then wisdom And the more experience you have, the less afraid you will be to take more action and the cycle continues and it will snowball and eventually you'll be addicted to taking action, addicted to being a little bit fearful because you know that this will make you grow and get better and better and better and you'll be addicted to taking action as the results you'll get from taking the action will speak for themselves.
You'll be on cloud nine. You will be achieving gold. Build resilience. You can expect setbacks, especially in ballet, especially in our world. Setbacks are a norm. Injuries are a norm. Upsets are a norm. A bad day is normal. You know, it's a part of the journey. It's a part of growing up. It's a part of becoming a resilient performer and a resilient person and a strong person. And if we aren't having setbacks and blocks in the road, then we're not pushing our boundaries enough. We're not working hard enough. We're not really going for gold. We're not getting out of our comfort zone. We're coasting. We're comfortable. We're just gliding along gliding along but we're not going to make massive improvement here the difference between those who know how to overcome self-doubt and those who let it hold them back is inner strength they see self self-doubt for what it truly is and what it truly is is fear fear comes from past failures afraid of failing again By knowing this and learning this lesson, you can look back to find the lessons in your failures. Get up and keep going again. Go again. Acknowledging the doubt but not letting it run your life. Self-doubt is essentially comfortable because it's familiar. It's comfortable. It's, It's easy. But it isn't something you want around you. It isn't something that's going to help you. You must figure out how to overcome self-doubt so you can move forward with confidence and therefore success in what it is you truly want out of your life and out of your ballet. And I truly believe in you. So I hope these tips were helpful for you today. Self-doubt is a big one. And it always stems from fear. And as I said earlier in the episode, I really, really encourage you to journal, encourage you to write stuff down, encourage you to figure out exactly why it is that you're afraid. Just jot down on paper, especially when you're in the midst of a panic, in the midst of feeling fearful. Just ask yourself a question, write it down. Why am I afraid right now? What is it I'm I'm afraid of? And be super vulnerable with yourself. And I'm sure you will unlock so much that you didn't know. And unpack so much that you didn't know was there. So keep going. Keep discovering. Keep growing. And keep learning about yourself. And never coast. Don't get too comfortable. Because that's when we stop growing. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I will announce again my new platform, balletwithisabella.com, which is filled with elite classes and courses for all levels, beginner to pro, um, along with live classes with me and lots of other teachers, is launching super soon. It should be launching on July 13th, if all goes to plan. And so I strongly encourage you to check it out. You get two weeks free and there is so much content on there so many courses, so many classes that you can do whenever you want and along with booking private lessons with me if that's what you're interested in and um, it's funny but I, I love it because everyone who tries the classes ends up loving it and just thinks wow I don't know why I haven't done this 
in the first place for a long time. So whatever level you're at right now, be a beginner to a professional student, to a pro, there is so much on there that can help you. And it's literally what I, why I do this podcast, why I do the platform. I'm there to help you smash your goals and get it what it is you desire most of all. So thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing day. Go out there and crush your goals and use that fear to drive you forwards. And I'll see you guys super soon.